Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. I'm producer Dan. We have a great show lined up for you. We're joined by a special guest, and we have a lot to talk about. But before we get into all of that, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcast. Help us out by giving us a five-star review. If you put some effort into it and make it funny, I might just read it on the show. We're also on YouTube and Rumble, so make sure to smash that like button, leave us a comment, share this video with your friends, and subscribe to our channels. And if you can't get enough of our loud and drunken madness, we're on social media, at Loud and Drunk, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Locals. If you like this podcast and want to see us grow, consider contributing to us on Locals so we can get some cameras and uh, you can see us, you know, just drink and shoot the shit for uh, about an hour. We got the uh, the meat popsicle, Moses. He's, uh, looks like he had a long night, even though I know for certain he did. Moses, how you doing? Uh, God allowed me to live another day, and I'm going to make it everybody's problem. Perfect. Justin, it looks like you had a long night as well. How you doing? I'm, you know what, I'm here. I'm hanging in. Just got back from Pennsylvania. I've got many types of cough suppressants and cold fighting entities in my body, and I'm here to kill it. Playing hurt. True trooper. And we're also joined by... I'm Pete. You're Pete? Oh, shit. <laughs> we're going by a real name. <laughs> <laughs> And our very special guest is Ed. Ed, do you mind uh, introducing yourself? Sure, I'm Ed, and I just hope to do the uh, podcast justice. Very good. Well, guys, since we're all kind of bushed from, you know, this, this podcast is called Loud and Drunk, so we tend to get a little loud and drunk while we're not recording. How are you guys holding up after all not, the not loud? Well. <laughs> <laughs> not well. I am spry as the day is long. Well, it's weird. Yeah, y- your range of... Uh... As the crow flies south, that is. Energy levels is just amazing, Moses. As, as, as I previously complained about having the amount of Chinese food that I had, and I guess what was actually three bottles of wine. Now, now that I'm looking back, and the edible, maybe two. That was a lot. And I'd like to say that I slept well, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. And here we are. What kind of party did you guys have last night? I don't know. <laughs> was, I don't know. There's a lot of weed. Yeah. How yeah. much did all of you drink? I only a had a 12-pack. Was it? I don't know what I did. Yeah, I was don't look at me. I wasn't here. <laughs> but we're all feeling a little bit rough, and it clearly shows. And, you know, in the future, if we can afford cameras, you'll all be able to see this disaster. Oh, my God. I hope that they don't have to. Yeah. I was wondering we're gonna what, make it happen. what this uh, bar looked like, because there was so much garbage when we, uh, I left. Wow. Last I cleaned it up once, and then we made it a mess again, and Dan cleaned it up a second time. Thank was, you, Dan. You always, nice. you always save the day for us. Yeah, that's pretty much the truth. Yeah, some, I mean, listen, it happens to the best of us, right? Yeah. I mean, being on the outsider, I wasn't here last night, which I could have been. But uh, Christine and I went out to that Lambertville, New Hope area for the weekend for a nice, soggy walkabout town yeah. situation. So we essentially just bar hopped the entire time. Ate well, which is nice, but I had a little bit of a cold going into it. And two days walking around in the rain really did me some wonders. The key is to drink more oh. and allow the hangover to overpower the actual illness. Oh, believe me, I really soaked myself in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really did. Yeah. What about the healing properties of Scrapple? Was there any of that? I, unfortunately, I did not find any Scrapple, which Don't is like thusly why I'm in such bad shape uh, right now. That's not grits territory, is it? No, Scrapple's, uh, like, Scrapple's well, it's meat. like... Yeah. Is it organ meat? It's, yeah, it's just like a mixture of just garbage. Yeah. Garbage meats. The awful type stuff, like chopped up as far as I like remember. Yeah. Well, I suppose I'll take this opportunity for our guest. Now, you and I have never met before. Is that correct, sir? Never. I don't even know who you are. I was that's walking down the street enough. and then you guys pulled me in here, so. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's an honest answer. Have you ever had too much to drink? Frequently. Okay. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? I would have to say, I would be talking about like specific stories or like what I did last night. Oh, you know, I guess let's start with last night and go from <laughs> last there. Last night sounds like a specific story. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> that was no, very it really acute. Wasn't. I mean, I'm a pretty heavy drinker, so every night is usually a lot of alcohol. And I've gotten to the point where my embarrassing stories become less and less because my body's attuned to drinking too mm. much. Yeah, been there. But we usually run into a, t- a time in our lives where we drink way too much and we question our lives and we're like, I'm never going to do that again. And that's usually what I care about. You have to describe <laughs> these times because I've never done that. I doubt that. I have no regrets. <laughs> I don't even drink. <laughs> wow. Okay, then. Shame, too. I just quit. <laughs> I could tell you the last time I drank way too much, which was actually the most, it was about, a, about, about, three, about three years ago. After that, I pretty much 
I'm able to adapt to my liquor pretty well. Right. Sailing. But we were at a, a, a bar. We were visiting my wife's uh, sister's birthday. I drank a lot. I was asking for whiskey old fashions, and the bartender didn't know how to make those, so they were just giving me glasses of whiskey. And I didn't notice it until the third one. And then after that, what I recall is not leaving, letting anybody leave the bar until I hugged them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the group we were with left, leaving me behind because they were tired of me waiting at the bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as I'm sitting on the curb, I noticed the dumpster. And my thought was, if I sleep next to the dumpster, I will keep warm. Even though it's the middle of spring, it wasn't cold at all. <laughs> I couldn't get to the dumpster because there were rocks. Uh-huh. And then, thankfully, somebody Man's actually- his nemesis. Somebody actually came back to get me. Actually, it was an off-duty cop, brought me back. And I was actually not the most drunk person there. There was another person. The last thing I remember is the, the homeowner walking up and saying, is he okay? My wife said yes, and he goes, good, because so-and-so actually pooped themselves. Huh. Oh. <laughs> oh, so as man. bad as I was, I was not as bad as that guy. Yeah, that's fair. That also sounds like a time me, you, and your wife were in Smithville, and you, we were at the bar, and you wouldn't let anybody leave until the, you, you hugged them. I don't remember it, but I think to me, I have, there's a trend there. Yeah, you like, you, you like hugging. All of his kindness comes out on these extremely acute nights once every three years. And you just get all the love of that time wrapped up into a series of unwelcome and uncomfortable hugs that are forced upon you. It's like a rape hug. Well, he was telling, retelling that story. I'm like, wait, that was more than a year ago because I remember that. And I don't remember the other parts of that story. But it was, yeah, a lot of hugging. I guess apparently because I'm usually very antisocial. So maybe when I drink, I'm just extra loving. Yeah. And you should just accept it. And that, yeah. that must be what it is. Yeah. Your secret self sneaks out. But after that moment, I was like, because it wasn't just amongst friends like you guys. It was amongst my wife's family. And I had oh, yeah. to, That's always and she great. Had to ex- make excuses for me yeah. about why I was that person. <laughs> I mean, what is the excuse for a man trying to get warm next to a dumpster? I don't know. I, I, I left the room. I, I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You're not going to tell me anything I don't know about myself. But luckily, I think I've known a lot of you for a significant amount of time. I think I've had drunk stories with, with all of you. Oh, I have to imagine. Not yeah. me. No, yeah. No, no, of course not you, Peter. No. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. I just remembered a few. (laughs) (laughs) Here they come. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, something like 15 to 20 years I've known most of you guys. That sounds right. And, uh, yeah, we've had lots of liability nights. There was a night that was snarf. Oh, yeah, that's which is basically all sorts. All sorts. As a matter of fact, before you got here, Ed and I... We each had a little so-and-so uh-huh. all sorts bottle over there. Oh. He immediately tasted the tequila in it, which some people don't because of the amount of whiskey, vodka, and various other beverages mm-hmm. that are mixed in there. It was awful. You want some? Not this moment. All right. Ed, also, I had some of your uh, mystery gin. Oh, that was a couple of uh, weeks ago, wasn't it? Uh, that sounds right. It's when uh, I had to leave, and I went out and flat out passed out, face down on the table, and I woke up on the ground with a table on top of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. At some point, gravity did you wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woke up, saw the stars, and I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. It's all topsy-turvy at <laughs> a certain <laughs> point. Look around, is my lady here? No, okay. That's 50% of the trouble yes. gone. Yes. <laughs> We're doing all right so far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it turned out I was only passed out for like seven minutes. Yeah. It feels like an eternity <laughs> sometimes. Especially when you wake up and you're just lying aside. It's oh, yeah. completely different than oh, the way yeah. that you imagine the stars. Asleep. Oh, there's something on top of me. It's a yeah. table. Yeah. This is weird. Last night, it was like, I when I woke up here, I was sitting in that exact seat mm-hmm. as you're sitting in right now, Justin. And yeah, I woke up. I'm pretty sure it was that seat. No, you were and, in the couch. Uh, uh, yeah. Back there. Was I back yeah. there? Oh, it felt like, I guess because I was looking at the TV. So I just imagine it. Because I never sit in that chair. But it was one of those kind of Chinese food and three bottle of red wine. Oh, and, my goodness. And the and edible. Every edible there was. Yeah. There was a fair amount of, of chemicals. Yeah. I always envision you just constantly drunk, honestly. It's like that, yeah. I'm either constantly drunk on alcohol or I'm drunk on Chinese food. Sometimes I'll throw Italian in there because that fillingness gets you food drunk. Oh, God. You should try getting drunk on life. Yeah, how does that go? Uh, It's hard, but, you know. I'll show you later. Uh, okay. Wink, Do I have wink. to go to your church? Or Behind can I go to the dumpster that he passed out at. Oh, oh, it's warm there. No, it's warm. <laughs> yeah. The warm dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's a nice one. It was a good theory at the time. Yeah. And where the rocks weren't moved, that's where you carried me. <laughs> well, that's where, that's where we carried you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That sounds nice, actually. I feel like I don't have any stories of regret from drinking. Neither do I. No. That you're willing to admit. I, I don't have regret. There was a good picture once. It is long gone now. 
where you and our, our buddy Frank went shot for shot for a bottle of Captain, I think. Oh, it's like a mid, it's a mid vomit. Yeah, call it photo. the vomit mid air. It's pretty gross. Little droplets. Pretty gross, yeah. As if, as they flew through your and hands. And that's like before you could just like film the whole thing and then like whatever software breaks it up for you. Yeah, yeah. Wait, where was the vomit going? Who knows? Mouth to mouth. Through his fingers, he was standing. So it just broke up and he's got to see all the little globlets of... Ah, uh, disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty gross. I remember the time I had that eye vomit, and it was your fault. I puked into the fucking bathroom sink. Oh, <laughs> but it was like that. a whole spaghetti meal oh, no. that was not chewed. Somehow oh, no. it was like the full strands of spaghetti. And I'm the, I don't know how, because the, the obvious thing is to ask how that happens, and I don't know. They so recombine just, in your stomach. Uh, maybe it's like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, like corn. A, like, the thing going on? Oh, it's like yeah, corn. Okay. You know, I don't know. It's like, I didn't even eat corn. Why yeah. is there corn in this? Yeah. I don't remember eating the pasta. <laughs> the drink was uh, straight uh, Jack Daniels. It was, yeah, well, Jack Daniels will make you vomit. And before that, that was that same night where it was, uh, you were doing shots of water, I found out a year later. And I was doing shots of vodka. <laughs> and so we did like 12. And then it all went south yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was teaching you something. You were teaching yourself about what not to do, because it wasn't me who cleaned out the sink. <laughs> you know, I've never thrown up into a sink, but I've had several people throw up into my bathroom sink after parties. And yeah, it is uh, quite the ordeal. Yeah. To- it's weird that you would go right for the sink and not the toilet. Isn't it odd? Like, it's drunken thinking. Yeah. I don't know why that's a better idea. I can't get another foot lower to get to the toilet. <laughs> right. I, right. I, and this is right here. It's the perfect vomiting level. But you had to pull yourself up to reach the sink. No, no, I didn't in. crawl in there. I walked in there twirling a cane. Cock of the walk. Because I can't expose the weakness <laughs> to you people. You're lucky your monocle didn't fall in. I did, it did. I got it out, though, fish. Uh, what are they all those things they put under like kitchen sinks to like grind everything up. The garbage disposal. Garbage oh, disposal. Garbage they should just start putting those in bathroom sinks if this is going to be the trend. There's really no reason why you'd be not. replacing them a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah. You need that in the toilet too. That's why that way you don't need a poop. <laughs> you know wow. what? Maybe we're cornering a new market here, uh-huh. baby. I'm, I, I never thought I would say this, but I'm curious about your poops. <laughs> <laughs> They're thick. <laughs> why not just puke outside? Yeah. Why just do all your business outside? You don't have to clean it. Well, that's sometimes the door's in the way. Get rid of your doors. Uh, I find myself to be like an animal that's going to die. I just want to go outside, find a quiet spot, and like puke and like just lay in my own filth. Yeah, everybody leave me alone. Yeah, right there next to the dumpster where you're warm. Next to the dumpster. (laughs) I've been told that I'm an intense vomiter. Wow. When I vomit, I get it all out at once, so I don't have to like stay there and be hunched over. It's so like a it's, weapon. It's like a pet. Yeah, it's got like some the velocity. government designed you, but then you like you hop the fence. It's a mix you of used velocity. vomit to rocket your way over the twelve foot guard. <laughs> That's how I got in this country. <laughs> and actually, Moses, this is a question for you. You have a rather a uh, beautiful beard. Yeah. When you vomit. How does that turn out? Uh, not well. <laughs> not, not well. It's. I used to carry a comb. Now I just uh, tuck the beard into the it's shirt. Gay. Yeah. So it's the. Try and resolve some of that uh, refuse. So you have a vomit comb? Uh, well, yeah, I did. <laughs> you're, you're, you're leaving out. He also has, and, and I don't know if you're embarrassed to admit this, he actually keeps a, a small cage filled with birds. And he goes in there, he sticks his head in, and the birds will actually pick the filth out of the beard directly. I'm about giving back it's to a, the community. It's amazing to see. I think it's that's eco-friendly. I think we should all do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those birds get so fucking drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh God. Most, it's more Some of them are just like tripping balls still. (laughs) To this very day. Do you remember, I think it was a New Year's party many years ago at our rich buddy's house. Mm. Where I got blackout drunk and people would not leave me alone in the bathroom. I do remember that, yeah. Were they hurting you? No, but they were like trying to help me, I think was the... The situation, and it's just like, and it's like, what's going through your head when you're trying to help somebody who's clearly locked themselves? There's nothing better than when you're drunk and you have a whole bunch of drunk people, yes, wanting to help you. Like it is the one thing they really need to do, (laughs) and it's making things worse. (laughs) I don't know, like girls trying to pour water in my mouth or something. It was just like, just get away from me. Just say water, Justin. Yeah, I think that's the night Frank fell down the stairs Uh, at that place. I hate to say that that's funny, but it is. So Navy strike. From not for like 19, 20 year olds, yeah, no, and that's what happens. That's how you learn. Yeah, you learn what you can handle, you learn how to drink, 
That's how I popped up this morning and just, you know, dove right into the, the black Russian, whatever the fuck this is that I've been. And the more you drink, the better able your, uh, your liver is able to, I think, to handle it. Is that a fact? No, I mean, I, that's what I tell myself out. every morning. I, I thought it was the opposite, but that's fair. Well, now I drink more regularly. Back then, I was more of like a binge drinker. So it's like I wouldn't really drink during the week, but like, you know, Saturday night comes and then you drink like a bottle of fucking something disgusting. I still can't be around SoCo. Just uh, the smell of it. That's right. I don't think anybody can. Yeah, I'm the same with Zambuca. Oh, Buka, yeah. yeah well, I you're can like half that. Italian, so it's like, honestly, you should be drinking that when you wake up in the morning. And are those drinks people drink? Sambuca. Uh, Italians like Italian. Italian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they love that shit. Yeah. I don't like Italians. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody likes them. They don't even like themselves, <laughs> but they skate by, you know? Yeah, it's because we got delicious food. You're not Italian. It's poor man's Italian food. I it's just like it's partly Italian food is poor man's Italian food. Yeah. I, mean, I meant to say Chinese. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I stand by. By the initial statement. Oh my god. We're goodness. just gonna call it a Freudian yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a tomato's just a tomato. Yep. Oh my goodness. Well yeah, it's it's rough. And you know, fortunately I think we did a pretty good job of not doxing out anybody that's not here in any bad way. No, I think but, that's uh, solid, yeah. We've all seen each other in pretty bad situations. Yeah. I uh, somehow skate by, which is amazing, because I, I, I also used to do the binge drinking. Oh, 100%. And then for a while, I was like, you know what? Instead of binge drinking and having, like, half a bottle a bottle, I'm just going to have, like, one or two drinks each day. Mm -hmm. That's nice. <laughs> and then I did that. And then, you know, little by little, you're just binge drinking every day. Yeah. But you still get to the goal that you wanted, which was not to be overwhelmed by the bottle. It's, Correct. It's no longer binge drinking it's just drinking yeah, also people think that you just being thing. drunk is who you are <laughs> they don't people don't even know who you are right now yeah, yeah. it's your true. personality we call that maintenance i feel like that's the one of the key benefits to doing that like just on the regular though is that and i found this today when i woke up from all the things that happened yesterday, three bottles of, of red wine and the edible and the, the Chinese food, which absolutely should be a schedule two. <laughs> there is a use for it, but it's not always justifiable. They do use it in anesthesia from time to time. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. But I feel like one of the benefits is I woke up and this wouldn't have happened back in the day. Mm. I woke up and I was like, I know that I need to get to drinking. I'm not feeling it, but I have to do it. I'm doing the podcast today. You know, the name implies obviously <laughs> what's got to go down here. You know, it's an obligation. I'm a professional. I'm going to get it done. But I have this wealth of knowledge on cocktails. And uh, Pat and I went through this for quite a bit, actually, uh, of just trying to figure out what breakfast cocktail is going to get you fucked up mm. well before noon, but at the same time is delicious and evens you out. I ended up on a black blood, Russian, which uh, I adulterated. I would but. have said the Bloody Mary. You get all your lycopene and your vitamins and I don't, minerals I, and shit. I was not going to make one here. I don't have the ingredients. I don't have tomato juice in this house. I don't believe in it. But I also did not want to drive the seven minutes to the bar <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. Because I was feeling that sluggish and I would have had to put on like proper. I'm not going to go out in fucking sweatpants. I respect myself. But um, I feel like they know you so well at that bar that they would just do a delivery. Or just send one of the probably one of the bartenders totally. over to just mix it up for yeah. you. Couldn't you Grubhub that like just like a drink? I don't know how that works. Can you do? I that? wish I it worked know. that way. I'm pretty sure yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Is this like a business we could start? I don't see why not. Because Bloody Marys are typically heavy with all kinds of little snacks on top. So <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? It's I, like a breakfast. I mean, you can get alcohol delivered from like package goods, like Drizzly and Drizzly stuff like is that. Yeah. Those ones, yeah. But, but as actually, far like as like open drink, container alcohol, sponsor. I doubt it. I had to struggle today because I usually Sunday's my drinking day where I don't work. I just can have some fun. Yeah. But I had to be here. So right. I really had to measure what I was doing. It took a little bit of math on my part. Oh, for sure. To find a nice bounce. I will say that that was quite funny to get the phone call from you because it started with the tax and you were like, all right, it starts at one. I'll be there by 1230. No problem. And then it was like 30 minutes went by and I got the phone call from me. It was just like, I'm not going to be able to drive there soon. So can I come over early? Because <laughs> I had my drink and I needed a second one. Yeah. But if I had it, then I wouldn't have been here. Right. So I needed to get here so I can kind of begin the process. Exactly right. That's the name of the game, really. It's called responsibility. It shows wisdom. Yeah. I'm an adult. So. <laughs> yeah. That makes it a need, not a want. Because children want. Adults need. Don't judge me. You can't help. He's got a lot of wisdom today. Yeah, a lot of little pearls. Yeah. Yeah, I ate a lot of I, I bring it out night. in here. <laughs> yeah, I ate more than I typically do on any given night. Oh, my night. goodness. And I'm glad that. that Tesla driver drove me home. I wish he didn't talk about it constantly. Did he I, tell you all about his Tesla? I, apparently, I was in a Tesla, and I got to hear that for about a half hour. That's what awesome. Tesla is actually driving anybody anyplace? I don't know. 
They have money. It was, yeah, I guess he did. Two weeks ago when I was at that wedding, we took an Uber from the hotel to the venue. And uh, yeah, Tesla driver. So the, the first thing is if you don't know how to use their door handles, because you got to like push in the one side to get the other side to come out. So they, they get to laugh at you at that. And like, oh, it's a Tesla thing. And there it starts. They're laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that- I became immediately angry, which is weird because it's a Sunday. It's pretty early and I'm drunk. So the idea that something could upset me right now is shocking. That reminded me that when I was getting out of it, I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of this car? Mm-hmm. And oh, he's like, oh, and he like reaches over. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, <laughs> I only paid for the ride. I just assume that Elon Musk slides across your lap weirdly. He comes out from the underneath the, the passenger seat yeah. and like how... Um, He's a hands-on kind of guy. What's his name does uh, under your bed? Uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's but channeling Elon a Willem Dafoe creepiness. He comes underneath the, underneath the passenger seat and pokes his eyes like, push the button. So I'm hearing if you're going to kidnap somebody, do it in a Tesla? It sounds easier. Yeah. As long as it doesn't fall apart. Oh, I got to like get one now. As long as you don't there, die. There you go. He was telling me all about his, uh, he died one time, the car died. And oh, he died? Wait no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> a minute, he died. Yeah, he came back as a car. It was, yeah. It was and like now he's kit. Jesus. My goodness. So his Tesla died on him? or? Uh, yeah, and he had to like get it towed, and because it just locks up, you have to get a flatbed every time. Oh, nice. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, cool. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I can't believe I remember this much of that night. And it yeah, was I don't just know last how you night. I remember any of that. Yeah. yeah, that was last night. Yeah. You didn't drink enough. I couldn't drink more. I didn't have any more beer left. You're a disappointment. Lots of liquor here. I drank some of that too, but yeah, I was like, no, this isn't getting right. Poor planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right though. I remember I wandered back in at some point. It must have been around like 2 a.m. or something like that. Maybe a little bit later. Might have been three. I don't know because I was asleep here in one of these chairs at some point. And I wandered back in after trying to get uh, Michelle awake, who said. Get your hands off me <laughs> from, from her dead sleep. That's <laughs> always what they say. Yeah. And you know what? Part of me was actually very happy about that. So it was way easier to just bring myself to bed. <laughs> so there, oh, thank God. Yeah, thank there, God. There was no complaints. I got back in there. The cat looks at me. And I'll tell you, this is something that's definitely been like more acute in the past two or three years. He looks at me with this judgment. And he's just a fucking cat. So I don't really know what I'm seeing in his eyes. And maybe it's just a reflection of myself. Mystery. But it's absolutely one of those things where he's like looking at me like the angry wife. And he's like, you should have been in bed three hours ago. <laughs> and now you're showing up here from your own fucking property. Wasted at three in the morning. Drinking I believe, red wine I believe the and condescension food. and disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's why you own a cat, though. And in lieu of a wife, you know, I don't get the sex out of it, but at least I get all the criticism. Do you? Out of the cat? Jesus. Nice. He's a male cat, so I'm not I'm not gay. Yeah. I'm not gay God. for cats anyway. Just gay for God. <laughs> Everybody needs Don't a good lord the going mic, to, dude. That's why you eat them. Dan's gotta edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no hospital runs last night, right? That's always good to hear. No. Solid, yeah. Moses, you kept all of your blood in your body as far as I'm aware. <laughs> oh, uh, there's things I got to tell you, but we'll save that for after the podcast. You, like, you're on the rag or something? Uh, yeah, you're, it's a bloody mess in your front room. Oh, God. Uh, Not again. That's yeah. good in a taco. <laughs> it is, actually, yeah. It's like a verde. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have sex. Like what's her name from the Matrix? <laughs> Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> no, I would say that it all worked out pretty well. Just some good sleep and some Chinese food and... No blood. It's nice. I don't think I got my dumplings last night. How would you have even managed? I don't know. What's I, uh, with you, you and dumplings? I fucking love those things. He's like obsessed with them. So it's good. weird. They're little pockets of meaty goodness. I did listen to like one of the prior podcasts, the, the dumpling one, and I was like, after listening to that, I was like, I need to eat dumplings. I work for if big dumplings. If you needed dumpling. product placement, the perfect spot would have been, you know, go to Ching Sao's right, like, right. You know, Chinese food place and get some of Moses' <laughs> dumplings. And I'd be like, I'm going to buy 20 orders yeah. and eat until I vomit. I've been talking to our friend in Japan, uh, uh, you don't Gandhi, have and mm-hmm. uh, like, oh, get some Moses, like, you know, brand it, Moses Dumplings. And he's yeah. like, well, all right, let me get my champagne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because no one would know what it would mean there. No, it doesn't matter what it means. No, it, does, it does not. It's That's just fair. dumplings, man. They're fucking when are we good. going to Thailand? Digression here. Oh, boy. How are oh, their God. dumplings, I guess? <laughs> I don't know how their dumplings are. Why would you want to go to Thailand? Because we're, we can't go to Japan, like, every year. Because we're outlawed, you can't go back <laughs> yeah. in the country. Yeah. We, we still got another year left. Got a lot of history there. We're so infamous that they're fucking naming dumplings after them. <laughs> no, we can't go back. Oh, good God. <laughs> they call it the regret. Yeah. 
I mean, Mickey had to move her cafe. Oh, uh, she. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see the uh, uh, Pooh died? The the yeah, dog I from did. there. I did. Yeah, that was very sad. So way to, way to bring it down, Moses. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk poop. about dead dogs on the podcast. Oh, uh, don't do that. They were friends of sad. ours. <laughs> You're hurting Ed right now. Are you happy? Ed, do you have a like a go-to thing to attack a hangover? Like a ritual maybe on a Sunday morning or anything that you like? Willpower. Willpower. Pretty much, I just... What's in that? <laughs> it just pretty much like I'm suffering. I've, I've chosen this pain. I'm happy with it. And it really depends on what I have to do that day. If I have to do work, then I just... I'll take an ibuprofen. I'll go about my day. But again, I am uh, over 40 and I've drunk, I drank most of that time. And so my body's just adjusted. So I'll pre- usually right around 12, I'm like, you know, I should have something. In terms of hangovers, I mean, knock on wood, now tomorrow's going to suck. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're a little tired, you're a little slow, but you know what? You got to live your life. You got to keep on working. Absolutely. Keep on Absolutely. Trucking. For some reason, I was imagining, I know it's, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a prairie fire or something like that it's like an egg yolk and vodka the red eye sauce. red eye red the prairie eye. fire is a tequila oh, right, right, right. i call it i need a paycheck so i go to work and i do my job something somebody's got to pay for these booze <laughs> that i'm gonna do again <laughs> booze and dog treats no but i like that willpower i feel like i wake up and for myself i just do the sluggish thing where it's you a drink whole, more it's a whole lot of slow moving for a while and then eventually i work up the courage to imbibe some new alcohol of some sort. And then even if it's just light, it gives that, you know, the, the dopamine receptors are like, oh my God, you didn't give it up. Thank you. And we're able to just pretty much dive right back into the routine of yesterday. And it's, it's pretty solid, I would say. Have you ever thought about maybe not drinking? This comes what? Up, this comes up rarely. <laughs> Thank rarely. God that wasn't the end of the sentence. Uh, sometimes somebody will say, I'm a lightweight. Two drinks and I'm done. And I look at them with such envy. Like, <laughs> yeah. They see it as like uh, a curse. And I'm like, I wish I were you. Yeah. How long do I have to go without drinking before I could have two beers and yeah. not feel anything? Probably another two lifetimes. I want to strangle them to death, to be honest with you. That's my, uh, my frustration on that rare occasion uh, going over to... Um, uh, whatever that bar is, uh, Miracle or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And they have a oh, two-drink yeah. max. Yeah. And I've been there at like a reasonable hour for, for getting loaded. So it's like 2 p.m. on a Monday. And um, I get the two drinks and I order a third because I'm nowhere near where I want <laughs> to be. You know, that's the warm-up. And I go, no, we can't give you more than that. And, it, and I, I don't want to be rude to the bartender because it's, it's not their rule. It's the rule of the place. But I'm just so blown away as to what even the concept is at that point. Like you're operating a place that sells alcohol, but people aren't allowed to get drunk at it. Or at least your prime customer, which would be me, because I was prepared to have about 12. But it's only hard alcohol, right? Like they'll keep savoring you beers. They'll give you four beers. Oh, there's a limit to the beers? To the beers. What's four beers going to do? Yeah, That's that's what what I'm saying to you, sir. (laughs) That's what I had to get here. I caught that lunch. Yeah. Remember that time we were drinking at the OTB and that it was that old lady bartender who like stopped us after two Coronas? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I had to take a pause. It was a Mormon town, right? (laughs) The Mormon town of Tom's River. Like, this is strange. First of all, this is not a policy here. This is a personal. Yeah, for her, that was a personal. Yeah. 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 She looked at us and thought that we had too much, which is shocking because we're just that annoying all the time. Oh, look (laughs) at you. She didn't know us. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Well, I was here a couple days ago and. Damn well overserved me out the door. Yeah, yeah. And that, like, I was just over at, uh, as a matter of fact, Ed, when I was leaving your place the other day, uh, it was Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, and I had previously obligated myself to stop by MJ's for one of our dear bar friends, uh, Scherf, first shifts on a Thursday evening. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go by, I only see during the day. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that was exciting to me. And uh, <laughs> so I, like, come wandering in there. We had had a few drinks over your spot. But it's right in the neighborhood, so I fucking saunter on in there. You know, cool as a cucumber, obviously. And um, obviously, the place is packed. So I, which I was not prepared for, otherwise I wouldn't have gone. And um, find a nice little. It's the last seat left at the bar. The dude to the right absolutely knew me, and he mm. was just like some big, like he was like a he was a tall white motherfucker. And he just like he had all this Trump garb on, and he's like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen you in forever." And I'm like, "You." <laughs> you, you're the guy. You're the guy. We always have fun here, you and I. The last time that we saw each other, and um, so I get a drink from him, and I got a black guy on my left, 
and uh, we're just shooting the shit about whatever. I was enamored with him because he was the first black man that I've met casually at a bar who actually was very passionate about hockey. And uh, it just really took me back. Black guy who likes hockey? Yeah, it was very strange, yeah. Um, so we were talking about that, and um, and he said to me, he was like, man, he's like, you know, you're really good here. You're not even, like, drinking that much. The bartenders are, like, just chilling out near us for this one moment, despite <laughs> uh-huh. how busy it is because they're trying not to do their jobs. And, um, and he's like, you're not even drinking that much. You're really good about this. You know, he's like, I'm kind of putting them back. I was buying drinks for other people, and I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I actually just came from somewhere where I was drinking for about two hours. And then I drove here, you know, like pretty cool. Cause I can only have, like I did, I did the amount that I can comfortably do. So that's like 20 cocktails or something like that. And then I get over there and it's my little nightcap. And that's where I get the little, how do you do on top? You know? So my reason is 12 was, in the afternoon, right? This is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to know when you're taking your nightcap. Nah, we're, yeah, this, the sun is low in the sky at this point. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. You're doing really good. And blah, you know, so on and so forth. And I tell him I've had all of these drinks prior and he's like, wow, goes, good for you, man, pre-game in the bar. And he's genuinely happy for me. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, this is not what I want. <laughs> I'll also say this, that black guy was hitting on you. Yeah, that might be that- the case. I'm a pretty good looking man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but then the bartenders, they, they're like, because they're like kind of lingering around our spot. So they hear it and they start like getting all in an uproar about how delightful it is that I showed up to the bar after a couple of drinks and now to have a few more. And I guess the scenario for me was just that it was so surreal for everyone to be encouraging this at least semi-reckless behavior. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice that your alcoholism actually gives you some like good product of life. Yeah, it brings other people joy. Doesn't it bring you joy? (laughs) (laughs) Of course it does, you got to clean that sink. (laughs) Nothing brings me joy. You're lucky I didn't have any pasta today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen, just hearing what you guys went through last night, I mean, just the Chinese food alone would put me in the grave. I'll tell you, that was, I like, I enjoyed eating it. It was delightful. So delicious. But yeah, that was a, that was a commitment that I wasn't really prepared to step up to. And I just wanted to like hang with the big kids, Uh you know, and then it started to hit me and I'm like, nah. I'm way over my head right now. For as much if as you guys can... wanted to polish off a couple bottles of whiskey, maybe do a little mescaline, some acid, all at the same time, down with that. But you're going to throw Chinese food into the mix <laughs> and you want me to remain awake? Wow. I'm not at that level yet. It's funny how Chinese food is always the go-to. Whatever debauchery you're going through your your life, yeah, that's the thing you look for. There's not many other options. It's like that or In Italian food. It's There's only Chinese and Italian. Like, you're not getting any good... Uh, like curry coming uh, uh, for delivery. I feel like it's the same thing though. They all still put you to sleep, right? It's kind of. I mean, like I know that Chinese food is known for that. I mean, it depends on the Italian food because like you eat a bunch of pizza and you're fine to go drinking continuously. But oh, if you eat man. like a, a like no. a big ziti, no. then you're going out. I no. Uh, to me, a pizza is going to put me to sleep just the same. Well, you don't eat the whole thing. I'm what? Tubby fuck. <laughs> I mean, is pizza Chinese food? I mean, it could be. It probably I've is. actually had a General Tso's pizza, which was yeah. pretty all right. Wow. That okay. sounds great. I'm it was, actually, it was I'm pretty, very yeah, curious. That right now? Yeah, tell, tell me about that. I don't that. think they'll deliver here. Yeah, I think they're a little bit out of their, their delivery range. Call uh, your Uber driver. He probably knows. They may, maybe he could get an Uber Eat. Uh, a Tesla will drive itself here with the... Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it, it's a, it was a delicious meal. Like, I was apprehensive, but I had to try it because what does that even mean? It was good, yeah. though. Yeah. Well, it was good. I love the idea of you actually being apprehensive about anything. Well, I, other people watch me eat at home, so I'm very he pays oh, about oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. They paid very handsomely <laughs> for that. We all have our weird kinks. And- do, do you have like one of those mukbang YouTube channels? Uh, it's an OnlyFans. Oh, yes. okay. I was just gonna say you actually have a market for that. Well, I eat it with my feet. Like, I, <laughs> oh my god, you're making twenty bucks a pop right there, man. On a fucking Wednesday afternoon, yeah, <laughs> it gets it. The price goes up on the weekends. It's an of untapped course. market. Do you have the link? Can we post that on uh, something? Well, I don't want to go too big, you know. I'm a humble m- man. <laughs> <laughs> One of my cats is continuously judgmental. Like, he'll just sit next to you and stare into your very soul. It's like a penance stare that Ghost Rider would do. But he's also, like, so judgy. But he's the same one that'll be like, he'll go into the litter box, like, front first, but the other half is out, and just shit on the fucking floor. It's like, you're not even doing wow. that right, man. Okay. Who are you to judge me? But when he comes to judge, I feel guilty as fuck. 
In like, fairness, I, I, I feel wrong. like this. If that's yeah, a cat is doing that on purpose. Yeah. Oh, he's a dick. Yeah. Knows full well. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. in the main room where like everybody's watching. Yeah. So the cat he's is like, literally he's saying, a to you, "I could so easily just shit in this litter box." But I'm choosing to shit on the floor <laughs> because you did something to warrant this. What he's telling you is that the house is his litter box. Yeah. Uh, we got to get rid of that one. <laughs> what, the house? The house? Well, honestly, yeah, honestly, yeah <laughs> the house before the cat. But <laughs> Absolutely. I am done with that house. Yeah. No, uh, my cat does something similar, except he actually does shit in the litter box, but he likes to have his front half out and he just stares at you. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> he would yeah. do that occasionally, yeah. but then he learned that southern trick. Yeah, it just turn around. Dead eye stares at you while he's taking a shit in the it's litter box. It's weird that like, they're like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with mine, it's a clear litter box that he goes in through oh, okay. the top of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every now and again, that awkward timing happens where it's just like, I'm just going in there to check on things in that room where <laughs> yeah. uh, in his room essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and he just happens to be in that litter box and we share this really awkward stare through like the semi opaque <laughs> plastic of, of the box. Is it the same stare he gave you this morning? It's kinda like that. It's like very judgment like I'm the one who's wrong, but I was actually just stepping into the room to like clean up his shit. <laughs> you know, like I'm very much You so know what you did. Yeah. He just looked at you and said, watch me poop. Yeah. That's yeah. right, bitch. Yeah. Saying, like, I, don't, I really don't know what's going on in his head, and I wish that I did. I can piece it together. It's definitely not anything kind. You got to get him, like, pants so he can make you hold his pocket. Because you're his bitch. Oh. <laughs> I don't need to do any of that for him to know that I'm the bitch. Yeah. He wants that's, you to know it. Though. That's 100% a thing. He's been doing this thing where he fucking jumps up. So I had the uh, regular kitchen set up countertop, refrigerator, and then the cabinets above the refrigerator, Yes, right? And I used to have a whole bunch of fucking empty liquor bottles up there, which my lady told me to take down because it looked like I was in high school or some bullshit like uh -huh. that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be a little be a little bitch here and take these down. So I did that. And Leo, Mr. Cat, he uh, took that as his, like, that was like a go sign for, like, you finally reached this level. Yep. You're allowed up on he top of He unlocked a part of yeah, the game exactly. that he didn't have before. So for him, it was incredibly exciting. And obviously for me, it was, no, it's 100% not allowed up there. Never a thing, never will be a thing. And so he jumps up there. And I don't care about him being in that spot in particular, but I've got a fucking scythe up on the wall. Oh, yeah. One of those like reaper tools yes, for yeah. farming and shit. So that's up on the wall. And I hung that before I ever had a cat. So it's up there very poorly. Because <laughs> I just figured... No one's ever going to fuck with it. So yeah. it doesn't matter how well it's up. If it kills somebody, it's me. Yeah, a couple wobbly nails. Yeah, and like, that's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. if it kills me, that's fine. Right. Um, but now there's a cat up there, and I don't want anything bad to happen to him. So the first time that he jumps up there, he immediately is bored with where he is. Yep. And he just starts pawing at it. So it's just like, it's like a nuclear bomb hanging yep. from like, like a thread. And it's just a cat batting at it. And your only job is to make sure this city isn't obliterated. Oh, Tell shit. me you've seen Final Destination without telling me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's literally what was going through my head yeah, when he was telling yeah. that. Listen, I'm a little paranoid. That's what happens yeah, when hey, you're a Jew. I get it. And um, so he jumps up there. I chase him down. And now it's gotten to this point where just when he wants attention, classic cat behavior, yep. he jumps up on the counter and I just ignore him. And then he jumps up on the fridge. And he starts meowing. Uh -huh. I purposefully ignore him now. He's giving me all the signs. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to go up on top of these cabinets. That's my thing. Yep. And I ignore him to try. I figure my reasoning is, like, if I just don't acknowledge him, then he'll get bored. And honestly, now that I'm saying it out loud, that's, that's not what's happening no, at all. No, And then he jumps up on these fucking cabinets, and he walks right over to the end. He doesn't even bother with the scythe anymore, but he walks right up to the end of it. And I'm working on my laptop at that far end. Right, right. And he right. just belts out like the loudest, longest fucking, like King Leonidas in Sparta. Oh my God. It just goes on for forever to the point where like the producer mutes it because it's more powerful that way. Uh, and you're just <laughs> looking at a cat empty his lungs out right at you. And it's just it, like in your eyes. And then as soon as I stand up, he's fucking gone. He, like, slips and falls off the top of the refrigerator while trying right. to, like, exit under the bed. And then all you hear is the Jumanji music. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll tell you, even after all of these things, he still shits in the fucking litter box. <laughs> Goddamn gentleman. <laughs> well, my cat might have been mad at the six other cats we have living there, too. Yeah, so. yeah. That's the thing there. Yeah, you got, like, a million fucking cats in there. They're all fucking adorable. I'm going to throw out a quick question. 
And I know that, uh, Moses, you have a cat. Pete, you have uh, Leo. Justin, do you have uh, an animal? Yeah, Melvin, cat. And definitely, you know, Dan, definitely hit me if I'm wrong, but what would you do if somebody threatened the sanctity of that animal? Oh, they're harm? dead. Dead. Yeah, dead. Kill him. Just kill him. Oh. Just kill him. Yeah. Because I have that? a hypothetical situation. Right. Okay. I have I hope a neighbor. it doesn't involve a trolley. This doesn't sound <laughs> hypothetical. Never mind. The trolley. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm whatever. It up and I, I, so here's the situation. I had a neighbor who was cutting down trees in the area I live in. You know, you do your own work. You cut down yeah. your own trees. You do your own work. He cut down a tree. Landed on my property. Okay. That is fine. Sure. Usually, when you're doing work like that, you expect that, you know, you, you call your neighbor, hey, I'm going to cut down trees. It's going to fall on your property. Right. That's what I did for him. He cut down a tree. It came down on my property. I found out when I came back from work, and there's a tree cut up on my property. Oh. Which is fine. Okay, yeah. But I'm looking at it. I was like a little annoyed, but I was like, whatever. Yeah. But it landed right where my boy Gunner is a oh. two-year-old uh, German Shepherd. I love him, as everybody that knows me. Yeah. And I told him, I said, you know what? I appreciate that you're cutting down your trees. I'm not going to judge you on that, but let me know next time. Yeah. And, I, and then he said, fine. <laughs> so I walk away and I'm the kind of guy that's I'm not going to get fired up right in your face right, I walked right, away right. Yeah. I thought about it and then I just imagined yep man he could have dropped that my dog could have been sitting under that bush and he'd be killed so I come back 20 minutes later fired up yeah oh yeah you know, Had and a I minute come back and I say yeah. you know what next time I will cut down the tree for you I'll be there for you I will do everything I can but at least let me know yeah still half assed uh-huh. <laughs> walk away I was so like like ludicrous angry. I was ready to kill him and his kids yeah. in his front lawn. <laughs> well, you got to end the bloodline. Yeah, Otherwise, no, you got you, yourselves a Hatfield and McCoy kind of shit going Yeah, on. and it's like some people truly just don't care or think like outside of whatever they're doing, and that's a real bummer to coexist with. But uh, yeah, I mean, that would be absolutely infuriating. Do you think he looked for the dog? Or, he like, didn't. He was just doing he was his just thing. Doing yeah. He was just doing He's his own He's new to the thing. area. But okay. As a newer neighbor. Not- but as a pet owner... You get fired up, you well, yeah, yeah. might be threatened. Some people, some people treat their pets as property, which is obviously how the government sees it. Right. Um, and then some people treat their pets as a member of the family. How do I get a tax break for all these uh, uh, properties <laughs> yeah. that I well, own? It's very convenient how the government views things. I love a tax discount for having an animal. Oh, but- I'd get more cats. <laughs> like, looking at my reaction, I was Let's like, make this was- an even 30. <laughs> yeah. I was half ready. To just tell him, I will drop a tree on your two little children. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. Which I might or might not have said. I don't even remember <laughs> it in my fervor. But yeah. that's where I was at. No, you're in the red, and I get that. I mean, obviously, first of all, it's, yeah, the potential's there to, like, kill your dog. And then it's, the, like, the, the laissez-faire manner of going about, like, eh, whatever, okay. Yeah, even eh. if you didn't have a dog, it's like, just let me know if trees are going to be falling around It's me. courteous if you're going to affect somebody else's property. To inform them of that. Yeah. You know, or fell the tree on your own property. That's a thing, too. Well, know, I mean, just, just have a little courtesy, a little respect, you know? It just, some people just don't consider that. Yeah, like, you didn't consider that. You cut down all those trees. And that oh, was so oh, angry. With that lady behind me? Yeah. <laughs> That's a story I want to hear. Okay, so, yeah, over the past couple of years, I've had a lot of these big old scrub pines. So, like, every time the wind blows, it drops, like, a 300-pound branch into my yard, a number of neighbors' yards, and it just wasn't good, you know? So I decided to take them down. And the woman that lives behind me is some sort of self-proclaimed naturalist, Wiccan. She has, like, Tibetan prayer flags out in her backyard and shit. Old white lady, as you can imagine. Had my tree guy. I was at work that day. You know, he's going to go over there in the morning, take care of all these trees. And he gives me a call at work and he's like, is your neighbor all right? <laughs> and I'm like, um, which neighbor? I have several. And he's like, the one behind your garage. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> What's she doing? Well, she's hanging over the fence, hugging the tree and she won't let go. i like, uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm I'm at work. I'm like, can you just tell her to go away? Can you solve this problem for me? Maybe the chainsaw slips. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, is she, is she like really stopping you? And he's like, no, I don't think she'll like actually stop us. And I'm like, well, you got a job to do, right? <laughs> so. These trees don't kill themselves. Yeah. Stay the course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, what? There was a little bit of a precursor to that couple weeks earlier, I can't remember, I guess I had another tree taken down or something, 
And she came to my house crying, absolutely crying. First of all, Christina answered the door. I had no idea who this lady was. <laughs> so I had to go out there and talk to her. And she's like, oh, you take these trees down. You know, birds won't nest in non-native trees and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, it's true. That's great. But, like, I keep hearing from my other neighbors and getting all this bitching and shit like that because they're dropping branches on their house and on their cars and on my car and everything like that. I, so I it's empathize like, with the birds, but it's, I'm, you know, like, I feel sorry for you, but, like, it's not going to stop me from what I'm doing. You're Send those birds forever. my way. They could, uh, I'll, I'll feed them for years on hallucinogens and whatever else I vomit <laughs> up. <laughs> and yes, fuck those birds. Thank you, Dan. Well, at least the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, neighbors. Am I right? Love them. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> actually, most of my neighbors are actually all right. Just a couple weird ones. These neighbors here across the street, it was like two days ago, they lost their dog. Dog, like, wandered out onto the fence or some shit like uh, that. That's no good. Yeah. And um, I'll give you the spoiler alert. They did find this dog. Okay. No. But I was like walking out of my, I'd been like mowing the lawn and shit. So I like wander back in the house, have a glass of water, chilling out for a minute. And um, I'd probably had myself a drink or two at some point because this was like 2 p.m. on a you know Tuesday. So why not? And, uh, and I wander back outside. Lie. And these people moved in, I would say about two or three years ago. They literally are the closest occupied house to me. I've seen them a thousand times. And every time that I walk out my door and they're outside, I straight up turn back inside the house. I don't <laughs> care what I have to do. Um, whatever my job was that I walked outside for, I'm just desperately trying to avoid having to interact with them because it's that whole like, hey, how are you? How's and the now weather? at this point, I've made it so weird by like avoiding them for two years. that It's like now I have to kind of be like, oh, we've never met before. Because I literally run back inside the house when I see God damn it, yeah. Ted. I know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So I have to kind of like explain that a little bit. But on this particular occasion, I'm walking outside and I'm a little like, like a little, little buzz going. And the guy like made it a point, like he wasn't going to tolerate me, like keeping my eyes at the ground, which is my, like if I'm like, like just going out of the garbage can, then it's like, all right, you'll like, he's courteous enough that he knows I don't want to talk to him. So we just pretend like we didn't both see each other. So I'm doing the same thing as I always do. And he's like, hey, <laughs> I'm like, oh, is this the day? This is the day that it happens. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even see you there. How uh, you doing? I guess I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and he's like, my dog got out. And I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. <laughs> Which was a terrible <laughs> thought for me. Because I was just so selfish. Yeah. <laughs> but then the thought sank in and I was like, oh, that's terrible, you know. So he's like describing the dog to me in this terrible way. He's like, move, he's like, the dog's like this big, but he's moving his hands laterally. Oh, right, right. So it's like, so he's not giving me a good vision. I can tell that it's not like a full grown, like Mastiff. And I know that it's not like a, a teacup chihuahua. Right, right. But it's a dog. Somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, have you seen it? And I was like, no, I'm really sorry, but no, I haven't. I was like, I'll keep my eyes out. And he's like, please. And he's like desperately like looking around his front yard. He's older, so he didn't have a lot of mobility. It was obvious. And then, like, my natural reaction was to turn around and just, like, look. Like, just, like, <laughs> right in the area that I was already just in. So I'm doing nothing. And um, wander back to the yard, look around for that. And then my immediate reaction on the note of just, like, loving your goddamn pet, instead of caring about his animal, which was very much so lost, and I was personally wound up in that, because that's a sad thought that this dog is afraid somewhere. But I was just like, I'm going to go and hug my cat. That's going to make me feel better about the shitty person that I obviously am. Yeah. I've been avoiding this man for two years. And my first thought when he tells me that his dog is lost, is like, man, I'm glad my cat's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got some good news. Yeah. I'm finally done with that, uh, that, that saga with my cat. Oh, let, so, me, let uh, me hear about that. It's I been hear 52 weeks already. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, j just for a little bit of recap. For those that weren't here for it or whatnot, uh, my cat got something called FIP, which up until a couple years ago was a completely fatal illness. It's like a feline version of a coronavirus type thing. And um, cat got sick like super fast within like a week. Was like on death's door. Took it to the vet. Long story short, uh, they can't treat him here in the States because the medication is not legal in the States. But we were keyed into how to get it from Canada. And we were able to do that at great expense. And I had to give my cat an injection for 84 days straight. Jesus. Yeah. 
of this like super thick unnamed medication. And uh, it's just syrup. It came from Canada. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> viscous as shit. And it's like caustic and all this shit like that. And you got to inject a cat every day. So you like find a different spot in its back to inject it every fucking day. How do you even restrain a cat enough to inject it? Uh, there is no restraining a cat. First of all. <laughs> yeah. We all know that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a delicate dance. It's hard enough to cut their nails. I can't imagine I, getting I have, an injection. I have learned a handful of new skills that will not do anything for me in life beyond <laughs> this. But... Uh, yeah. Cat Wrangler. Yeah. Extraordinaire. 84 days of shots. It's over, and he's cured, as far as uh, we know. Another, I'm happy for you. Another, uh, yeah. That is great news. 84 days of observation and blood tests and shit like that, of course, but, yeah. Why couldn't you get it here? Like, is it it's just not approved. It's like an FDA thing. It's not approved yet. It's so weird that, like, they have such regulation over that, even for, like, animals, but yeah. we can't get Well, because if water. they, I mean, the, the, the legal reason that they do it that way, my understanding, anyway, it's just that they, because you could still get those drugs and then use them. Most of the drugs that are going to work on a cat or a dog are still going to have the same effect on a person. The dose is just different. Oh, no, that's sucks. why I'm in love so. with ketamine. <laughs> so for, yeah. Are you a cat or a dog? <laughs> oh, for me. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it basically, it came down to about just shy, under shy of 40 vials of the stuff at, like, $65 a vial. Jesus. Oof. Yeah. That's it works. What you, that's, <laughs> so, what, that's what you do when yeah. an animal's the member of your family. 100%. You know, as opposed to a piece of property. Yep. It's just a shame that it, like, that's what it takes to take care of an animal that is a part of your family. Yep. Yeah. That's what you, you do, need well, to do. Basically, the vet told us, like, listen, you can put your cat down now, or you can try this experimental drug that I can't officially tell you about and officially guide you about. And it may but work. But here's this information on the sly. Do what you will. And I'd be in the wrong, but as soon as that guy said, you might have to put your cat down, yeah. he might take it a right hook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no joke. Yeah. It's like, I didn't do anything to this cat. Yeah. My, I don't uh, care. I reacted. <laughs> my mind immediately went to that movie. I believe the name of it is, uh, is just straight up the letter X, but it's yeah, just it all about... The movie is dumb as hell. It came out a few years ago. And the gist of it is that this person takes so much, basically, molly, stimulant, et cetera, et cetera, that the person... Who was the star? What's her name? Um, she the star of uh, 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 what's it called? Resident Evil. Those films. Mila Jovovich. Mm. Might have been her. Regardless, okay. she takes so much of this drug it bursts in her stomach. Something along. Oh uh, no! I whole, know what you're talking. You know the Scarlett Johansson. In Sorry, that movie. fair enough. Yes, yes, yes. And um, so it's basically just about how it's it's a stupid storyline. But she manages to utilize 100% of her brain, which is obviously oh, like a well, myth kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole movie, she develops psychic powers and sort of. And my immediate thought, for whatever reason, just went to giving that to a cat, where they <laughs> no. now have like telekinesis. <laughs> that movie and, was, I think, Lucy. Uh, I think it was. That, that's yeah. the. Oh, was that the name of it? Yeah. yeah it was just oh, Lucy, I thought it was yeah. called X for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I got that from. Because I had just Sorry, watched guys. that. Uh, <laughs> I half watched it recently, and I'm like, this is dumb. You never need <laughs> to whole watch it. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it seems that we're about done. Yeah. Great news for uh, for you, Justin. You don't have to deal with. Thank I'm God. Doing any of those shots? What a anymore. weird life. Oh yeah, it sounds <laughs> sounds absolutely <laughs> dreadful. You know what doesn't sound dreadful? Subscribing to this podcast. Hell yeah! Be sure to give us a five star review. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble. Help us out by smashing that like button. Leave us a comment. Share this video with your friends. And of course, subscribe to our channels. You can also follow us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well as Locals. If you enjoy this podcast, then consider contributing to us on Locals. We're also working on getting a Patreon all set up, but it's not quite official, but we should have that up soon. So with all of that, for Justin, Moses, Pete, we're actually using <laughs> Pete's name, Hello. and our guest, Ed, thank you so much for joining us yes, today. thanks, Ed. I'm producer thank you. Dan. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, this is Loud and Drunk. Bye-bye. Stay thirsty.